apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y And J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny Jenny Podcast. It really is. First things first. Happy New Year. I want to thank Eli Braden. Always. For that song. I love that song. It's one of my favorite things. I, I want to wake up to it. I like a song that has punctuation in it. So I like a song that has my name in it. Me too. That's and probably my favorite. I love when they spell my name. I like my name spelled and sung. Look, it's no secret we have not done a podcast in a while. After having not done a podcast in a while. Wait a minute. We haven't, we haven't done one all year. This is the first podcast of 2018. When was the last podcast we did? Before 2018. Well, obviously. Uh, when was it? Was it December guy? It was Andy. No, it was us. It was just us. It was just the two of us. God. This is some great stuff. Holy but shit, yeah. Life gets in the way. Life does get in the way. We I both, mean, we both, we, both we work. We have, you know, I have a dog that's farting. Yeah, we have jobs, mysterious illnesses. We have everything going on. You never know. You never know. You never know. You never know the flu you... was going around. I had the flu. I know. Jenny had the flu. Which wasn't mysterious, but I did have the flu. I was thinking that... She... There was a part of me that was thinking you were faking it and something was going on in your life. I'm going to be completely no, honest. No, I had the flu... So, like, I went to the doctor. I don't go to the doctor. No, I know you don't. I don't. Like, I'm deathly afraid of the doctor. I, I mean, I do, but I'm deathly afraid of the doctor. The fact that I went to the doctor was legit. Yeah, no, I go to the doctor at the drop of a... Well, you're Jewish. I am. That's a different... I know. That's a different thing. It's tough. They're on I, speed dial for you. I had to go, and I went, and I... Uh, and then it was like, I did, I did that stress test where you do the, uh, you know, the treadmill... Oh, and and it was not. You were tip top mint condition. No, I was not. And in <laughs> no. fact, I got on a scale, and I was the second heaviest. I this is about a month ago. I was the second heaviest I've ever been. Nice. But I have, like, I have opposite anorexia. I think I've talked. I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but I will walk past a mirror mm-hmm. in my bathroom with no shirt on at my heaviest. Right. And I will look at it, and I will just think, hmm, You'll be like, boom, I would hit that shit. This guy's got it. Yeah. So I don't see how fat I get. And so, and I didn't step on a scale. So it was like very, it was, it was an eye opener. Wait, do you have, so you, do you, do you have trick mirrors or you just see no, different? that's just how I see myself. I, I would, I, I, for I, you, I, I don't. I have a very positive, I, I look, and somehow I am selectively, like I have Instagram filters and Facetune in my eyes vis-a-vis me in a mirror that's so i wish i had that yeah no, i just you, have i just have regular like i just i know when i look good and i know when i don't it's just i just think like holy shit you're like you i would be all over that look <laughs> fantastic and i was it was so then i did like yeah and so then you know i went to the cardio i did all these tests i'm fine I'm just yeah. fat so that was that was basically you it. know when during our hiatus this year i was in las vegas for seven days Tell me about that. So seven days, 16 shows at the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana. Wow. And oh, by the way, your face up on a marquee? If I get, yeah, if I get there was bra- a, by the way, there was a video of it on the marquee. And I, if when I, I was, for Jenny. when I was going, like pulling in there in a taxi 
And I lost it until the cab driver. I go, holy shit, that's me up there. That's me. And he goes, no way. And he like stops. And he was like, oh, that is, like, I was so excited. And oh he's God. like, let's stop it. But it was like a one of those videos that, you know, it moves. Yeah, it goes, yeah, yeah. So we, like we stopped and waited for it. You waited go. for it to cycle through? So I could get, yes, a, yes. I could get a video yes. of it. $3 shrimp cocktail. Yeah, by the no, way, yeah. Me. Like how subtle is that? Like I'm certainly not one that's like, yeah, whatever. It happens all the time. No, I'm losing it with the cab driver. No, it was I know. so exciting for me but if i ever felt like i don't feel attractive all i would need to do is walk around a casino yeah and wow i've never felt prettier because because the clientele let's say there was a lot of fanny pack action see now okay i have a different vegas experience sometimes than well have you been to the tropicana I, that's true the tropicana is a little bit like yeah, it's probably it's it's a little more Branson, I think. Than I would Vegas. yes, it, yeah, there, well, like I. How's like, that for East? How's that for coastal elite people? Well, so Bill Dawes, who yeah. was a really great comedian, super nice guy, friend of mine. He, I was featuring for him. Yes, but right before every show, Rich Little was a performer. Are you kidding me? No. He's still alive. <laughs> and nice as could be too. Yeah, and his his clientele, it was like Branson though. I mean, everyone, and he still does. Did he do Nixon? He oh uh, George Burns uh, oh, the wow. Nicholson like, he did all the yeah he did all of his he was but he was such a nice guy but he was so like old school showman yeah you know like he had hair was just all brown <laughs> oh like, really like yeah like, oh yeah yeah it was great now, is, what is he like yeah I'm sure this is an easy Google, Google yeah I have fact. no idea exactly how much um, he is, is he, uh, uh, guy would you tell us how old Rich Little is when you get a chance yeah why you're gonna, up I'm gonna say like eighty five. That would be, yeah. What do you think? I'll just say 82, just okay. to see who wins. Isn't this exciting, people? We're going to find out how old Rich Little is. So the first night, so I flew in on a Monday. Uh -huh. There was two shows, two shows every night, and then three shows, I think it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or something like that. Wow, three shows? Yeah. What time? It was what times are they? 8, 10, and midnight. Holy fuck, that's exhausting. It was like... But, and how long are you on? Do you do 30? Yeah. And by like the last, I mean, I'm not kidding you, I was like... By Saturday night, I mean, I'd been there, like, I truly, but the first, that Monday, there was, I was like, oh, God, please don't let this be the whole time. There was hardly anyone there, and everyone was really, really old, uh -huh. and when, when I walked out there, I mean, there was a lady in the front row, and I heard Mark, who was the, who was the host, Soretta, I'm going to say his name wrong, but I heard him ask her what her name was, and she said it was Shirley. And so when I walked out, there she's sitting there with a walker next to her chair. Uh -huh. And everyone's just staring. Like, if I, I would get a laugh, but usually I'm like, okay, I know where there's a punchline that I'll get like an extended laugh where I, I want to take a drink or something. Sure. It was like, I got the laugh where it was supposed to be, but it was like, huh. Oh my God. And that was it. So because, I what, Because it was an act of exertion for this crowd? I or? guess so. But I, I really, hold on. Oh my God! You were closer. Seventy-nine years old on he's Rich 79. Little. Okay. Good for him, man. Sorry, he's, Rich Little. He's, he's still he's still kicking. It. He has like got a residency there at Tropicana. Yeah, good for him. So after my set, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, clearly my closer is not going to just be this like rip roaring. Thank you, good night. Yeah. And I just look and so I go, well, Shirley, I'm going to miss you most of all. And I'm not kidding you. She just looked at me and just let out like three really wet coughs really and that was it she didn't even smile she just looked me dead in my eye and these phlegmy like really like and then three and then just 
went back to staring at me with this blank face of my signing off like well in the old country the old Yiddish theater that was the highest compliment you could get <laughs> I was but I, I walked I started laughing Bill's about to walk out he's like well, uh, good luck man I yeah yeah I warmed them down I, I got three wet coughs so let's see what let's you can do you can yeah do, let's see if you boy. can get five. Oh yeah. my god but then it was like then the rest of them were great like yeah but it was just such a I mean the Monday night eight o'clock I guess was it no, it's probably not. Uh, no, I, I, I can imagine. Wow, that's so funny. But it did get better. Did you have some packed houses? Oh, we had some really like, yeah, there, there were some really, really great shows. And the people, because everyone there is just like, oh, there's a comedy show. We're going, no one's like, I mean, I think there was a few people that like maybe followed me on that afterwards. were like, yeah. hey, we came to. Yeah. We, but I think for the most part, there's it's like we want to laugh. Yeah. Oh, hey, there's a comedy show. We'll go see that. Like, I know Bill had, there was a lot of people that. Came for him. You know, came to see him. But then there was there were the people that were just at the... Hotel. Yeah, but it was like, that. Ah, this was How, such a... Yeah, I'm curious, like, you know, so like, you know, when people do cruise ships, yeah. the, 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 um, the accommodations for the talent are famously terrible, like Amistad level <laughs> for, for... I had a friend who actually did kill himself, which is not the funny part of the story. <laughs> But, That's hilarious. But he, he did like three years on a cruise ship. Nice guy. Well, um, if I did three years on a cruise ship, and, but he told me that it was it was like in, Branson. It was so terrible his accommodations. Really, and like you couldn't even, and there was no like fraternize. So you couldn't even like he couldn't even get laid because you're not supposed to fraternize with the with the guests because you know they don't want the. They don't want the comedian cock blocking a couple. You don't want to get that Norwalk. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the <laughs> you Norwalk. You don't want to pass the on Noro. that. To, was it Nor? What is it called? It's Nor- the norovirus. But the oh, Norwalk the, is. It's what something. is you that? Know, you can get that in Connecticut. It's norovirus. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is a Norwalk? Then it's a town. I thought that was. So, why did right? I think it was something else? I don't know. I don't know. I'm retarded. You're never. I'm not retarded. I'm extra chromosome. What are you supposed to say? I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Boy, we were, I was at this um, dinner last night. Um, it's this big charity thing that they do. It's all comedy writers and comedy people. It's called the Beef Steak. And Matt Selman hosts it. He's been doing it for like eight years. With, yeah, um, I don't get invited to that. With, with um, Tim Heidecker. And, and I mean, Eric uh, Warheim and a bunch of other people. But And it's huge. And you eat meat with your hands. And it's a... It's a big deal for a bunch of comedy writers. Big deal for a bunch of comedy writers. Yeah, like I'm not a but comedy I, writer. I got into like a 20 minute discussion with comedy writers. And by the way, I'm not, me. I know not making fun of dis, uh, developmentally disabled he people. Is. Don't he is. deal he totally with this. Is. I have my own daughter who deals with issues. Well, rip on your daughter. That's good. But I'm not doing that. I have That's to say, nice. I was a lot funnier writer when I could say retarded on a sitcom. You should, yeah. I miss it. You can't say that anymore. No, I know. I miss it. Well, there's so many things you can't say, and it's just not fair. I know. It's so gay. It's so that gay. That we can't say it. It's like, who came up with that? Midgets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are, by the way, th- we, this is the first podcast we've allowed uh, Guy, our producer. He's been writing some jokes for us, and so we just did a yeah. whole set written by uh, Guy Opchinsky, or but, however uh, the fuck you say it. I was just going to say, like, I'm, I'm going to take a pass on this joke with the N-word that he handed me. I'll do it. So, no, no I'm not. Uh, That's really horrible. Um, so, what else were we going to talk? Oh, we were trying to talk about uh, herpes. No, we we're going to talk about herpes. Your herpes. I was How about, are they? They're not bad. I mean, inflamed it, or no? Yeah, I mean, or, it, do they it, get I'm, inflamed or do they? They get inflamed. I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable sitting. But um, isn't that? Oh, I thought that was hemorrhoids. No, or I, herpes. I have anal herpes. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> awards. Yeah. No, I don't have any awards. I'm you not don't. disgusting. Oh, your <laughs> class here is mad. anal herpes. I'm super sorry about that. So, like, where have we been? So, so I'll just, I, I was talking to Jenny about this because even she and I haven't talked in a while because we've both been, you know, she's been traveling to Vegas and busy getting the flu. And, um, uh, and playing a prostitute. And playing a pro- Oh, yeah. I want to talk about that first. Yeah. So, Jenny yes. is going to be on a network television show. He's titled The Mick. The Mick, you may know, friend of our show. We should have, she's supposed to be on a million times. Yeah, right? Caitlin, she's going to be on. She's, uh, I talked to her about it. Look, she's. Caitlin Olson, you know her from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And she The Mick. In three weeks, she's going to have time off. So we'll. That's when I have time off, too. Perfect. And so, so um, The Mick. And when I met Caitlin, and I've I known her husband for a little while, but when I met Caitlin. Um, yeah, I introduced you, and then you said, oh, how's, love, the, how's your show, The Nick? And I said, I love The Nick, which is not, which was a turn-of-the-century doctor show. Mm-hmm. And, um, Clive and there, something. Yeah, Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. And, but she, uh, um, this is how I knew I'd love Caitlin, because, you know, a lot of people would just let you off the hook if you said The Nick. Yeah. And she spent the rest of the lunch talking about, you know, 1800s surgery techniques with yes, me. She- <laughs> and and um and she's I, very funny. In my opinion, I'm just gonna go say it. I think she's like one of the top five uh, women on television. She's I, awesome. I she she's, is enormously talented. Just the the act as a woman to hold your own on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and she steals the show week in week out. She it, she's she's naturally funny. That's just, the best thing. Like naturally funny yeah. just you have a conversation with her and her timing and she'll just say something like just deadpan and, and also completely there's no there's no vanity about her no i've worked with a lot of actors actresses who never want to be seen the fool oh I, I, well it, michael mcdonald who has been on yeah. he directed the last episode of the mick mm-hmm. And I had had dinner with him uh, Saturday night, and he's like, oh, you're going to have last, I'm sorry, last Saturday night. And he's like, oh, you're going to have so much fun. I loved, you know, working with Caitlin. And he said, she's so great because she's like, what do you think? You know, I'll do whatever. He goes, she doesn't, if she's, she'll just say, well, what's, what would be funnier? That's amazing. You know, just what would be funnier? And he's like, he goes, you know, sometimes you'll direct people. And it's like, you know, I realize you want me to say this, but could you make me look noble? Or chair, <laughs> like yeah, because Noble's funny, right? It's like nobody wants to make themselves look crappy. I like even I have one line on the show. I play a prostitute. Mm-hmm. I went into makeup. I was like, oh my god, put bruises. I mean, they sent me back the, to makeup for a cold sore. I saw the picture. Can can we put one of these pictures on on the podcast? Sure. Yeah. So we'll put we'll put one of them. The on. one that I, yes, the one that I posted on Instagram today. Oh sure, do that one. Or do you want the one also? I could do both. Do both. The one um, with with my cold sore up close. Yeah. So I told Jenny when I saw her, and and honestly, Jenny is like my sister. Only I like her, mm-hmm. and um, I am um, like your sister. But she posted this picture on Instagram today, and this was without the cold sore. Yeah, this was right before they called me they, back in for the right cold before sore. they added the cold sore to yeah. your pro- So without the cold sore, it's Jenny. Dressed as a cheap whore. Yeah, and they made it. They made it a point to let me know that, like, when I went to the wardrobe fitting and everything, the day before. First off, it was kind of hilarious. All the clothes were from Forever Twenty One. That's hysterical. And I was like, "What a great advertisement for, for Forever, Forever Twenty One!" You're like, "Yeah, we need this, and this is not a high class. Where this is going to be a street 
crack. Like Got to go to Forever 21. Like, absolutely. Every piece of clothing had a Forever 21 hat, like way, tag hanging off of it. Forever 21, if you're interested in sponsors. Yeah, we show. need a sponsor. We still don't have one. We so know. Forever 21, Yeah, if you're out there. Yeah. Yeah, all the clothes came from there. And they made it a point, though, even the wardrobe uh, lady, Jennifer, she goes, yeah, we just, this is going to be like a crack whore. Like, uh-huh. I'm like, fantastic. Let's really... Let's really jack this up. But I look at this picture of Jenny, who is my, like, kind of, you know, I just feel like my sister. Yeah, we're, we're, we're family. We're, we're family. We're friends. Um, nothing untoward, which is, you know. And I, I'm i having a hard time looking at her today because there was... Um, I should have brought the outfit. I, if you had worn the outfit, I would have... First of all, yeah, you would, you would hear the difference in the tone of my voice. Yeah. But she... And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I looked amazing you would, as a whore. You looked amazing. You would be such a, was a great whore. crack whore. You would be such a and I mean I that's was, the sweetest thing you've ever Jenny's, said to me. You guys can't see this, but Jenny's crying right now. I know. I'm like, I love you, Jenny. Oh God. No, but she looks really. That's good. That's the nicest thing you've ever said. Oh to me. Oh my God. Yeah. Aww. Who knew? Oh, I. I mean, Who knew? You should wear that I, more. I'm going to start dressing like a crack whore more. <laughs> I think you should. I didn't realize I pulled it off so well. But then they added to her, and you'll see in the second picture, a herpy, a cold sore. A lip, lip herp. A lip herp. A lip herpy. Well, obviously, it's not a vagina herpy. It's network television. It wouldn't. Well, you know, I suggested it, which was instantly shot down. <laughs> yeah, no. But, you know, I was Narrow trying to. Narrow minds at the network. I was trying to really get into character. I really wanted to you nail had the... Well, the thing is, I really wanted to nail the parts. Like, you want to be invited back. If, like, they ever need a whore. a whore, or, you know, I was like, I want to show up. I want to be there early. Yeah. I want to have a herpy. Well, the thing is, Jenny, once she heard this, was so committed to it, she actually contracted genital herpes. I did. Well, simplex, simplex two. Simplex two. Yeah. Not the, not bad, the bad one. Not, not the bad one. Well, that's so cool, Jenny. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. I thought it's, that was fun. I liked getting there and, and having a trailer that said prostitute. Oh, it's so good. That was my favorite. I walked up and they're like, are you our prostitute? I am. Well, right this way. I was like, I felt like, I bet yeah. that's how Julia Roberts yeah. feels. Or like, you know, yeah. Halle Berry or Lindsay Lohan every day of her life. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, think we've had something like that. I think we once had, I remember seeing a trailer <laughs> that said something like, um, slutty girl. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, or or fat dude. <laughs> always... And then you're like, you must be the fat dude, nope, right? Nope, nope, nope. nope. Just... You're just a, you're just you're, a fucking grip. You're right? just a body shamer. Um... <laughs> it's so horrible. So yeah. So anyway, listening. If you you have a show, you need a prostitute. Do you do you have any? Do... I have a resume now. Yeah. yeah. Do you have an air date? I think it's like in a month, like four weeks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But what, look for the Mick. What, what is it? The so second to last episode. Second third? to last episode. So yeah, second yeah. to last. First of all, you should be watching the Mick anyway. Yeah, watch all of them. It's don't like don't just wait around for that one sentence from me. It's a good show, and then you'll get to see. But then my like once you see, it'll change like your life. Yeah. No, you'll mark it where you were before and after. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's like where were you it's when? The, it's the Kennedy assassination of guest parts. I was going to say Kennedy, but like, where were you? Kennedy, I was, I wasn't born. I wasn't born yet either. I was two months from being born. Really? Yeah, that was November. I right? would have lost that bet. No, I would you. have thought you were in high school. Yep. No. <laughs> I, November and I was born in January. Jenny, um, uh, also what you may not, I think you got to see a little piece of her, but she's a real bitch. Um, you haven't seen that piece. <laughs> I usually hide that piece. Um, well, that's really, so that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was really fun. So I was very, it was very nice of Caitlin to do that. And Eva Longoria is directing. Oh, that's really fancy. Yeah, super cool. Fellow Texan. 
She actually went to the same college that my parents went to. Yeah? Yeah, Texas. Well, it was Texas A&I, and now it's Texas A&M Kingsville, but that's where she graduated from. That's my parents went. kind of amazing. Uh-huh. And then she went on... I'm trying to think where she... I looked, she got her master's degree from somewhere. I was like, I didn't know. Really? Yeah. I looked at, looked that shit up. Okay. She's cute though. She's cute. She was really fun to like, really fun and super nice. That's fun. Is she been directing a lot of half hour or no? I had seen recently that she had been like getting into doing some directing. That's cool. Yeah. Good for her. And she's pregnant. No. Yes. Turn off. <laughs> um, um, no, I mean, that's... The, With she, her husband's kid, too. I'm uh, how boring is that? It's like, yeah, she's glowing. Okay, Although we just pulled up the okay. Evil Angoria wiki. We'll just fill oh, this you're time. You're making me read all of this. Took home a real degree. Not an honorary one. From? Cal State Northridge. Oh, a CSUN. Chicano studies. Where she physically attended classes for three years. And uh, guys informed us in Chicano studies. Chicano studies. That's, that's well, badass. That's cool. That's real badass. I have lots of respect for the people that go and further their education. I think that's awesome. I do too. I yeah, like that's it. It's really great. I enjoy that as well. So yeah, so Jenny's traveling. My story was, and I want to talk about it because I'm actually like, without a joke here, I've, I've kind of... Been I've been through a little bit of a like a crushing. You've you've had your a Hollywood. Yeah. So after all these years, like I, I I sort of pride myself like I know how pilots work, and I know that you fall in love with this project you're going to do. And but let's establish how many years have you been doing this, so we can establish that you are a veteran of this. Well, I mean, in terms of doing pilots, I probably did my first pilot in. I want to say 97 or 96. The first pilot that you wrote sold. Yes. yes. Okay. And, and like Yas. 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 I don't know why I said Yas. <laughs> I, 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 I think it's the uh, tequila you gave me. But um, so like, sure I know when I yourself. made that pilot and then it didn't air and I was, I was, you know, brutally unhappy and I looked back on it and it was like, yeah, that shouldn't have been on the air. But, you know, you write a lot of pilots. I've had two shows that have gone off of pilots, but... Most of the time, you write a pilot and absolutely nothing happens. And I know that going in. The networks know it going in. The studios. I'm know. familiar with. <laughs> yes, I I'm know you are. I'm familiar with that one, not as much as you are, but yeah, I'm still green to it. But I've certainly. And it hurts like hell if you get attached to it. I at least went in the f- like the first few. Like I, I didn't let myself get attached because I was so pre-warned by everyone. Like, yeah, this is how it goes. A network will buy this many, and then they're gonna make yeah. this many, and then they'll this many will see the light of day. Like yes. it's, so I just went in like, okay, that's, that's the nature of it. They buy it. That's great. Yeah. But like, it, you can't help but get attached to certain ones that it's like, it's, it's tough. And, 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 and in, in the case, and I've written, you know, I've been down the road with pilots that I wrote that were really deeply personal to me that I pitched that everybody loved. And at the last minute I had my, the, the rug pulled out, but I could always say at the end of that rainbow that, Oh, I'm, I was definitely trying, I was making, I was taking a big swing. Yeah. I was taking a swing at something that was like definitely in my sensibility. And when I look at what's on the network, it's true. There's nothing on television. Like my, sh- my show is totally different from what their shows are. Right. And I'm, and I, I'm, it's like, that's fine. I mean, I mean, the sad thing is for me anyway, and it really has been is that network comedy is just so terrible. 
Um, there's, there's just, there's really, I never watch it. Well, I mean, it's even, because now we've been introduced to Netflix and Hulu and, and, and these where people will take these risks and these chances and things that I think before would be like, there's no way you can do that. You can't yeah. do that. You can't. And then you go and watch something that's like completely balls to the wall. It's exactly it. And you're so like, you know, like envious almost of like, God, you get to make what you <laughs> no, it's exactly it, like, and I mean, what, I, I guess what you trade off is is the money because you don't make the well, same network. Money. Yeah, they pay well. well. Network makes great money, and their and network is paying me. So, like, I knew that. And the last few pilots I've done while under my Fox deal, I have been, you know, I've tried to make them, you know, super. I've tried to make them within network confine, confines, you know, but still a little out there. Right. And this year, when I, you know, when I was going to do a pilot this year, my main goal was. I'll do my Netflix show later. I'll do my HBO show later. Yeah. For this, I'm going to give them a network pilot. Yeah. And this will be the whole story of what happened with this because it's like, I, I'm telling this story. I was telling the story the other night at that dinner that I was telling the comedy writers because some people think like the disappointments end. They think you reach a certain point. Yeah, where it, and like, it stops hurting or and something. And it stops hurting and the disappointments end and you think you're going to be treated with respect and all that. And But you put work into something and you... you love it like you all do. of a sudden you're like the characters you create the world that you've and you're like i can see this i could see this person playing it and, and you start getting like exactly how great would this be for you know like and you yeah. know like i didn't want to do that with like the one that the that one that the last one that i sold and but i did i was like really no i fucking loved it and then you know to like to not for it to just instantly yeah because so much work goes into it and you really and the notes back and forth and and, And yeah and so you're accommodating so many people and you're 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 fighting this obstacle course of varying points of view and then still figuring out to make it something you still love so you haven't sold your soul which i think would be easier i just honestly (laughs) don't know how to do it but plenty of people have managed to do it i I don't know that i could either it's hard for me like i want to try but i i I, I don't really like i do but then again i'm like that wouldn't be me to just sell my soul to the devil and go yeah yeah whatever just tell me i'll do it i'm pretty ready to do it no i'm not yeah it's like oh it's a bag of shit i really don't care i'll do it all right but so i i said i'm gonna come up with something everybody wants me for modern family to do like a family comedy and I, i for many many years i've been trying to break this idea of like do people that don't know you want you to do this because the people that knew you would never think I should do a family comedy. No, I, I would never. Know, people who know that, like, I the modern family thing. I bet your own family wouldn't suggest that you do. No, my own family doesn't think I should be part of any family. family. Right. Uh, I mean, have they tried to vote you off the island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would definitely. But so I had this idea that I was tinkering around with, which was like I wanted to do like a joint custody story. Right. I want to do a story about, it, uh, you know, two couples, a, a broken couple that have remained friends, mm-hmm. but, like, the kids have to, like, change homes. And, like, I'd always like the idea that from the man's point of view, the wife had done better and things like that. And, I, honestly, I'd been trying to break this thing, and I could not make it work. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I, was, I went into the studio early last year and um, said, hey, this is what I want to do. They love it. But I could never figure out a way to make it for network television that wasn't sad. Mm-hmm. I was really hard. And so then my agent came to me and told me the story about this guy who's a talent manager out here. And he didn't have kids with his ex-wife. But his story was like, oh, that's the perfect way to do it. And what it was was he was married for a couple of years. And 
divorced and doesn't see his wife for a year. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, I don't know if it, I don't know if it was acrimonious or it was just like, I think they just were both done. Yeah. And about, um, you know, a year later, two years later, there's a knock on his door and it's a woman and a paparazzi from the, the from a British tabloid. Mm-hmm. And they go, hey, we're looking for a comment. And he says, I, what, what? Mm-hmm. Comment on what? And she was like, oh my God, you, you, you haven't heard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, his actual line, he said was, okay, you have my full fucking attention. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're part of this international story. Your wife is dating Prince Harry. Were and, they still married? No, they were done. But so your ex-wife. ex-wife. Yeah. Okay. So this guy was married. So that would actually be a better story. That would have been a better story. <laughs> like, and knock on their door. It's like, hey, your wife. Well, she, did, she just went out for milk. Right. <laughs> but this guy was, so this guy was actually married to Meghan Markle when this happened. And he and his friend had come up with this idea to do it and to give them kids as well or a kid as well. And everything just sort of came together. And I, all I could think about in my head was, oh, my God, this is fucking timely. I know exactly. It's a great idea. Com- yeah. I mean, I'm sharing custody with the royal family. That's it's just amazing. a no brainer to pick up. Right. You can like e- like even if I was a shitty writer, put that on the air. You can make that happen. It's it's it, a great yeah. yeah it's so a great I came idea. up. So it was like and then so we announce it. I do a great pitch. It's sold in the room. There's tons of press everywhere. This guy Trevor who was there was like on the cover of every magazine. Like we're doing That's this. Her ex-husband, ex-husband. Trevor. Yeah, yeah. And. And a good guy, and, and and but like we were so it was all there, and it was just a go pilot. And then I pitched the story, and everybody's like pretty much on board. And I turned in my first draft, which I was su- super. You know, the thing is, you do a pitch, mm-hmm. and you think you sold one thing, yeah. But if I were to pitch you a story, and then deliver a script. I promise you 10 people would think I was pitching them a different thing. So I like you, cause when you see the script, yeah. it's like, Oh, you're filling in all the blanks as I tell you the story. Right. And I'm now executing the story. And so like when I did the outline, they were like, Oh no, even though it was what I said I was going to do, yeah. it's too much. So I made an adjustment. I turned in the first draft and I get pretty good notes from the studio. I thought it was, I really am proud of it. I thought it would be great. Anyway, it gets to the network. The network is really unhappy with it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fair enough. There's five ways to skin this cat. Right. Like I, 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 you know, and again, I want to do a commercial show. Right. So I said, the network is going to give me notes and I just, I say, no, I want to go into the network, which I do. And I sit there and I say, I can make this show anything you want and I can do it fast. So tell me where I went wrong. Do you like the story? Yes. Do you like the, yes. No, you don't like this. And I went through page by page with the, you know, the, 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 and you can like redo something in a day or two. Yes. Like you're good at that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, I, it's just, that's just experience. That's just 10,000 hours. But I, I, so I hear what they have to say. And honestly, you know, to Fox's credit to the, the, the network's credit, I'll even give her a shout out. Suzanne Makos. She, Love her. I like her. Do you like her? I've never met her. Oh, I she's great, though. Actually. Say I liked her in I, case I ever pitched. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, good plan. <laughs> no, I actually genuinely like her, and I've known her for many, many years, and I think she's smart. I'd give her, her a kidney. Her, <laughs> I wouldn't now, but no, I would. I'd still give her a kidney. I'm not just kidding. But she, um, she gave me notes, and her notes were good. It was like I was focusing on things she didn't want to focus on, and they, and it was like, yeah, that simplified. Lose this character, add this. I saw it. I said, yeah, this is completely. Something I can do. So I disappear for like, uh, you know, five days. And I re, I mean, I lock myself in a hotel and completely rewrite the script. And jerk off everywhere. Jerk off everywhere. Right. 
right jerk off. I don't right want to leave that part out. No, that's a big part of the process. Oh my video, god, I'm sure that <laughs> the the hotel room under black light is a Jackson Pollock. It is just like Dateline. It's yeah, it's, it's a like date. the luminescent. Like let's see if there's let's DNA see, and it's just yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, CSI people are like yes. putting red yarn from yeah, one from thing, one thing to, to the, another. The trajectory. He's yeah. skewed here. This is where the nurse porn stopped. And then they're like, oh, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Bible. Oh and the little God. can of Pringles by the mini. Shit yeah. everywhere. Oh, my um, God. Um, uh, no. So, um, so I do it. I turn it in. It seems like it's well-received. Uh-huh. But I already have a, an inkling that they're, they're balking. And they pass on it. But how did you feel about it? That what you turned in? Did you feel like... You were in, were you in love with that one or were you in love with like the first one that you I turned in? I love like? the second one even more. How many did you turn in? How two. many times? Did, okay, so it was just two. two. And I love the second one even more. Okay. I mean, my theory on rewrites is this. If you can't make your rewrite better than your first attempt, mm-hmm. you should leave the show. Because no, I meant like where the notes maybe like something you didn't enjoy and that you ha- you maybe were, wrote look, things that you like. There were thi- I don't really get. There were things I cut that maybe I liked, right? But I replaced them with things I liked even more. Okay. So the important thing when you're rewriting is to always make it better. And if you're just and if you if you get notes that you can't address mm-hmm. without making the script take a jump forward, mm-hmm. I always suggest walking away because you have to make it better each time you have to figure out a way to integrate their notes and still make it something you're proud of and i will say this that fox to their credit again they had good notes i was like not upset with them what i was upset with was that at the end of the day you know i gave them the show that is i i'm super proud of super commercial and was right down the fucking middle and you're not allowed to take it anywhere else are you no, we you, know, by, you can. That's this exercise, though, because by the time you've taken, by the time you've, you have to do that. Yeah. Everybody's already made their own decision. So this show probably should have been at ABC. Oh, I left out the most, like, and here are the things you just have no control over. They're all transgender. Yeah, they're all transgender. <laughs> I'll tell that story. It's no, okay. No, okay. I am um, in the middle of this process. In the yes. middle of this process, when I'm doing a pilot, ABC announces. ABC Disney uh-huh. announces it's buying Fox and Fox oh, yeah, is going yeah, so away. Uh-huh. So what that means is that half the people making decisions on my, uh, on my pilot will be out of a job by the time my pilot aired, if it, were, if it was there. So it's... Oh, that's uncomfortable. And so there's no... It's just... It's a it, disaster. It's, so I was, you know... I just I I guess I'm venting, but just to say that it's super hard. It's like it's so fucking hard, and there's a reason. I, yeah, there's a hold on. We're taking a picture right now. Guy, get in there. Lean. Okay, we took. Okay. I want to get the whole the whole gang. Do we too? But there's a reason. You know, television network television is terrible. Well, you know, I, I the process is not. It's not designed. It's not designed to be good. And it's not even these people. It's not even, I don't even think it's these network executives' fault. I think it's a systematic. Well, I think fault. everybody has a boss. Everybody has somebody to be, you know, they have to be accountable. Right. So your goes to somebody else that has to go to, you know, it's like nobody wants to be the. Yeah. The one that's going to get yelled at. Like, who put this piece of shit on the air? That's exactly it. And you can go through a whole career saying no. You're only in trouble after you say yes. But nobody wants to. And you keep saying yes. Like. Yes. Yeah, you keep saying like you're a 20-year-old sorority girl. Yes. 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 
but it's it. I feel like everyone no one wants to get in trouble and that's the reason network shows are so safe yeah it's like they'll they'll buy pilots that are a little risky yeah but they'll never make them because it's like when it comes down to to pull the trigger they're like Ooh. yeah let's just go with the one no. with the family because, that's yeah of- because ultimately a network you know somebody who says yes says it doesn't matter we have this show on the air it's just like that you know so we weren't doing right different but it's like when you take the big swing you get yeah it's it's like if it works you're a hero you know yeah but it doesn't always work but you know the whole thing is you have to fail in order to succeed and yeah. and i think that people are so afraid to fail like i, I, I it is it's fear-based in my head like the analogy that i would use is when i have sold a pitch and then I, I turn a pilot in and this is when it's just me i've had writing partners in the yeah. past that was a script I, I really loved but it's like if you you know mad libs yeah. like okay so the mad lib part is what we all agreed on yeah but the blank what i put in the blank is yeah. is no is fuck and it, yeah. it's and they're like no could we just do golly jeepers yeah and, and it exactly it turns the whole thing it, it, you know, it, it's like what I had in mind is not what you had in mind. And then we just go back and forth. And Right. It, and they're very, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a quality. And again, I'm not really even speaking to this experience that I just had right now. But there is a quality in network television, I think, in comedy, where they want you to give away the entire show in the first scene. They don't want anybody, anything to develop. You want to, they want to know what the entire show is going to be. And I'll never forget this because it was instructive. And maybe it was the right move, as it was. But when Modern Family Pilot premiered, and for those of you who don't remember the Modern Family Pilot, I, I had nothing to do with it. I think it's one of the best comedy network comedy pilots that's ever been done. In it, we're showing shots of three families for the first two acts going yeah. through these things. So it's Mitch and Cam, Jane and Gloria, and the Dunphys. And by the way, pilots, like... That's one of the most difficult things to write. Without a doubt. Because you're trying to casually introduce each character without making it seem too obvious. Piping. Yeah, like, yeah. and just, oh, randomly, this is this for, well, and, and also, you, need, you need dialogue to go, oh, so by the way, how's your, oh, yeah. she has a husband, okay, we got the, yeah. like, it, and, and also, so, tell some kind of story. Yeah, it, and there has and to be, be an A story, B, you know, yes, and it, it, it's, it is difficult, it's challenging, but it, I like the challenge, I, I find too. it really Awesome, yeah. And one, but one of the things they did in this pilot for the first two acts, you're watching three separate families, and it's only at the top of the third act that you realize all these families are related. Right. And I remember getting to watch an early cut of Modern Family before right before I took the job, and when there's that moment where everybody is walking into Mitch and Cam's house, and you realize, oh, that's his dad. Oh, wait, that's his sister, right. and then. And it is so satisfying. So we get the, the pilots gotten and promoting the hell out of it. It played, you know, ABC to its credit really recognized it was a special pilot. But we get there and in promotion, they give away that they're all related because testing said. Oh, prior to the. Yes. Era. Testing oh. said, and they told us they were going to do this. I still think it was a mistake, but I mean, who knows? We're, we're a huge, we're a huge hit. So it didn't, yeah. but it was just like, that's their thinking. It's like, testing tells us that people are more inclined to watch if they know everybody's related if it's not three separate families and it's like but testing tells but but the rest of america like they like stories yeah but they're not i think that the rest of the world is not in hollywood and they they're not they don't know that they're no. not they're not looking up on deadline to see like no everyone else is just tuning in like 
they've worked their whole day and they're nobody else is di- no, exactly. digging up the scoop like no but if i was doing the sixth sense pilot i'm sure there'll be somebody <laughs> yeah, right. on the network say can we just say he's dead up top right or it's like you know the the game of thrones spoilers where people lose their shit yeah you know, like those people are held at gunpoint to sign like well, with, i think what network television isn't realizing and maybe it's not designed to do this is that people are consuming television shows now more and more like we consume books so we get into a well, chapter. Well, you can binge something. Yeah, yeah. Too, yeah. Which is like all a book is. They're chapters. You read, yeah, yeah. You, you, you go through it and you get there. And even yeah. if it's not serialized, it's still... So people, you, you like getting in. And I've seen... There's a, there are several shows that... There were a couple shows this year. There was one in particular that I actually thought had potential. It was this show... Um, I don't know if it's going to last or not, but it was called Ghosted. And it was with um, Adam... Do you know the one? Oh, I heard about that. Who... Uh, Yes, yeah, yeah. But it's it, it was really... Um, Jesus, guy. But <laughs> I saw when I watched that pilot. Yeah. Because these two guys were basically ghost hunters in, the, in this thing. And um, just so I have it right here. Yeah, it's Adam Scott and uh, Craig Robinson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, yeah, I've watched And there's watched some it. real funny jokes. But these two guys are slammed together right away and are immediately hunting ghosts. And I have no idea what their relationship is. And I guarantee when they wrote that script that there was... Let's. There was a, there was at least an act of getting those two unlikely partners. But together. they had to, to trim put the it fat. right away. Yeah. And then and it was you just got, you were very lost in it as a result. You never sort of caught yeah. up. And I just think they that it's just something that. that but Ghost is still on, right? Yeah, it is. Okay. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched an episode. I didn't watch a pilot, but I watched an episode. I thought it was funny. They have some funny. They have some funny stuff on that show. There's, I just like any show that's trying something new. Like I just I watched um, the AP Bio. I, that was funny, right? I watched the pilot. I, I I need to finish watching the rest, but like the pilot, I the pilot was really good. I, and usually for me, like as much as I love to write a pilot, when I'm a fan of a show, that's typically not the best episode. If, if the pilot is your best episode, your show's not a hit. Yeah, but that I mean, I only watched the pilot, but the fact that it reeled me in, you know, like absolutely, because a lot of I know how difficult it is to casually. It, it's there is something to be said for like if somebody can casually no, was- tell this story. And you get the backstory, you get no, it, you know it, the motivation, the whatever. And the but I thought that right was, away. And Glenn is so great. Yeah, Glenn Patton's Howerton so and Patton's great in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I really uh, so, uh, Paula Pell's in it. Yeah, to, I, I love. Uh, I love Paula Pell. She's super funny. Yeah. Holy shit, she uh, that she's a old school SNL writer. She no, Thirty Rock. She's what else? Is, she's done a million fucking well, things. She's like you know her from. I mean, I just like she's like the. She's like. A major SNL writer. She, she but she a, often just will show up, up in, in something, sketches. and it's in she's every, always in the audience sketches. When back in the when she would be the one that raised her hand Man. during the monologues, it was always always funny. One of the funniest things, and when she was on Thirty Rock and she played Pete Hornberger's wife. That's right. Great. Oh my god! Every time she showed up, it was super super funny. I yeah. So anyway, I'm licking my wounds off of that. Well, you but know, that's just like it's it's sort of how it goes, and it's weird because like. It sounds crazy, and I know I sound like a douchebag because it's like I'm still going back to like a like a hit show and all that stuff and blah blah. Well, blah. that's not why you sound like a douchebag. That isn't. Is it because of so the way I say things. yas? There's a, so much okay. more stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But that's not. <laughs> Is it my? Um, but, but you know, like I will, say, I will say, like I I remember uh, it was Sandra Bernhardt or something like on Twitter. I noticed that so, people were like copying and pasting like way back in the day. Like I think I was still working in. Houston okay. in the newsroom and the people were stealing people I knew like I went to high school with were like stealing her tweets you know copying and pasting like Sandra Bernhardt yeah yeah and, and I remember like looking at these like there was these two chicks that I went to high school with and I like 
how you were never funny like at yeah. what point did all of a sudden you were this witty charismatic and i was following sandra and i don't know if she followed me or something and i go you know it's really weird these two people i went to high school with actually copy like steal your and i thought like she would be pissed and she goes oh honey there's more where that came from that's it and i was like that will stick with me forever because it's true like if you write something it's, there's more that's it. I, I There's just, more where it came from. Like as much as you, you know, you go, I can come up with something that's else. That's exactly it. And I mean, I, it's I, it's why I always tell young writers. I've even told you, Guy, don't worry. Because you, you, Guy has had like, and I think people who are starting out, and Guy writes a little bit. And I'm being nice to Guy, which is really weird right now. So, sorry, but, Guy, you know what's coming later. But the truth yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> but the truth is like, you know, you write a joke and then someone steals it. And, and when you're starting out, that becomes very upsetting. And I know, and I had stuff stolen early in my career. But it was actually Rob Delaney, and that's you know who, yeah, t- yeah. Yeah, who told me though. You know, I remember he was being interviewed about somebody who was like a famous joke thief at that point, and his whole response was like, "Steal all the jokes you want, fuck you, I'll write more." Right. And it's like, and I always think like I, I thought that was just a really good way to put it. It is because it's something that's so, you know, if you steal get, my only joke, then I'm not a yeah. You writer. had one. You had yeah, one yeah, yeah. shot. Like I get so, or you know, I don't so much anymore but i would get so fucking mad and people sometimes would like accuse me of stealing my own joke because 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 somebody else do it yeah so like if i decided okay <laughs> i worst. wrote i wrote this joke and then maybe I'll, I'll you know i tweeted something yeah and it was you know a year and a half ago and i'll go okay you know what i've got this many new followers since then yeah i'll post it again and i'll do it and then i'll get these people go no my friend wrote that and i go well, let me look it up because there, you know, the best thing is there's a date and a timestamp on this shit. And I go, no. And, but the fact is I'll end up driving myself batshit crazy because I'm spending time scrolling through my old shit to prove to somebody in, you know, fucking Idaho Amazing. that has two followers that I didn't steal their buddies because it's yeah. so, it's such an offensive accusation to somebody who does comedy for a living. It like, is. It's that's a- the worst and it's one of the and and it's, and, and what's so horrible. What's, what's so bad about it? What always drove me crazy was, it's one of those things. Somebody steals your joke, but there's no way for you. So say somebody steals my joke, and I go, "Hey, that was my joke." Mm-hmm. You always sound like a douchebag calling the, calling it back. It, I don't care if it's really happened. You sound like such an asshole. And then there will be. Have you ever had this where? And this happens a lot. There's just common thinking, something very generic. You're watching. I have this with everybody. A Super Bowl. Like everyone sees we, we, Justin we Timberlake. Have the same material. And it's not verbatim, it's but it's, material. it's the same fucking thought concept, you know. But it's like no, when I somebody won't... starts going, "You stole this from someone," I'm like, "Oh, shut is up!" Is there any fucking chance that it was just kind of an obvious? Yes. An obvious joke, and especially those jokes that happen during a live event. Like I've had this, and I mean, with my my comedy friends, I'm always um. It's it's always like oh fuck you beat me by three seconds to that joke or I beat you know, like right but somebody will there'll be a follower like who will always say huh. it, it, but it won't even be like hey somebody else it'll be like you fucking stole like it'll be always with like violent it's really venom angry. it's real aggressive hey, like, way you to steal from Dane Cook asshole yeah like <laughs> God that would hurt me if somebody accused no, me I never happened that never happened never happened no but that it's something that's like I'll watch something on TV and go like hey. Maybe that was a pilot that I, you know, similar yes. that somebody passed on and I'm watching it. And I'm like, huh, well, that's yeah, interesting that that seems, well, fuck it, you know, 
No, I, I have to just tell my. You're not gonna. And if if you're the person that ends up going, I'm gonna sue. God, how bitter do you look? How it's just bitter terrible. you look like the most bitter. Well, I, knew, I knew this early asshole. on. I, there was a, they, they don't do it as much anymore. But there were a few sketch shows that were on in the early '90s when I was trying to break in, and I went in for meetings on that. I'm not going to name any names of anything, but I wrote a couple sketches for some for for some shows. And on two occasions, friends. I'm, it's not a sketch show. Seinfeld. Uh, not a sketch show. But I, I remember, like, I had, I had gone in and I had pitched a few, th- like, a couple sketches with jokes, and I didn't, never got the job. And then the show would come on the air, and on two separate shows, there were your jokes. It was my, it was my sketch, and it was like, oh, it hurt like hell, but it was also a little bit like, um, okay, fuck it. I, mean, I was on the right track, so right. I might as well just keep writing. Well, there, were, there's been times that I've seen something of mine. Like in a pretty large format, like yeah, and it doesn't mean that you know whoever took like there's a writer somebody somebody saw some you know and yeah. and I've asked you know like if I if I saw something of mine and maybe I know someone that like hey that's kind of yeah fucked up even though it's kind of fucked up a little I, bit like it's a little flattering I. I I, 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 somebody took something of mine and stole it and there it was i saw something of mine on tv, TV. Yeah. that's cool and i've asked you know the person behind you like hey and they'll apologize and you know like i remember this story by the way yeah, yeah and and, and i was like well hey that's cool i'm writing shit that's good enough to be on tv a popular yeah yeah so, like, so no right, I, fuck I, it no i so that's that's completely my attitude about it well it's my attitude now but then again not to say that i can't have a moment where I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, I mean, like, I there, when when like one of those sort of like, there was a I don't know if it's still out there, but there was a there was a site on Twitter called Men's Humor. Oh god, that one I couldn't stand it because they and there was women's humor too, and they stole shit from me all the time. I had like fifteen things on that thing. Oh, I had so and, I just you know, the fat I, Jewish and oh, the fat fuck Jewish Jerry and all these uh, bitches, whatever. There's all these things and. I mean, I, there was one I wish I could. Because the Handy J and this girl or guy, whoever runs I know this who account. That is. Actually, there my shit is. And I said, oh, I, he or she is saying they they posted first and then did that. You know, those time hop things. Yeah. And, and it made it two years ago, whatever. But I'm like, OK, but if you type it into Twitter, you are nowhere near this. It's just me. Like you, you. So, you, so you actually photoshopped or whatever. A time hop. A time hop. You're not just saying, I'm sorry, I took your shit. It's, it's, but it was time consuming. I was mad. It took me 20 minutes to like go through back and forth. I was just pissed. No. Like, don't steal my fuck. And then I, and then when you look at the context of the joke, I'm like, I'm fucking spending this amount of time on some cock joke. It's exactly that, it. <laughs> you feel so stupid. I know. Like, and you feel like such an idiot like, about like, I had the greatest jizz joke here. I'm and, going back and forth with someone who calls himself Handy J. I know. Who over that, a fucking cock joke. I know. That I'm like, oh, I, that's, that's my jizz joke. You don't take but my jizz joke. This is what, I, I, the only time it ever bothers me is those sites like, like with the Fat Jewish or, or, or Men's Humor or the yeah. Handy J or yeah. any of these where they're monetizing their site. They're actually making money off of people's stuff. And I think yeah. that's, I think, I think, I think when you get to that point, yeah. it's, 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 there's something wrong with it. I don't care for me. But like I'm the so, fat Jewish, when all of his shit kind of, oh. it didn't really seem to phase his career. Though. I mean, I well, guess amongst it, the comedy community. Yeah, but he never, did, like I had a, my, I was with CAA at the time and they had signed him 
And I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, but they dropped him pretty quick, didn't they? I think so. I don't know if they did. I think they did. But I got a call from his agent at CAA when I was at CAA. He called me up. He's like, hey, have you heard, I, I'd love to have you sit down with the fat Jewish. And I was like, That's and I cool. said, he's a fucking thief. And the agent was, what? It's like, yeah, no, it makes me it makes me, it makes me, me doubt why I'm even with this agency. Right. You would not do your due diligence. And, like, that's who you fucking... But that's how they work. It's just like they don't care. Well, there was like... I, I, I can't remember what publication he did this interview with post everything. Like, I think Pat and Oswald was the one that kind of really... Rob Fee, too. Yeah, Rob... I mean, everyone did, but I thought Patton's following... Yeah, they went crazy. It, it, yeah. yeah, and yeah. It, it, like he... Because he has such a large following that it got yeah. this attention. And then... Uh, so the fat Jewish, whatever his actual name is, do, sits down and does this interview and... And he wouldn't like ever own up to anything. He's like, no, I don't I know. know. I'm usually sitting in a tub of guacamole. My interns do it. And then I started going like, you have fucking interns? No, like, the fat Jewish has like, interns. And, and yeah, the fat Jewish has interns. And, and everything he said was, oh, then I'm sitting in a tub of whipped cream. Like, he's yeah. not even funny. Like, it, it, no. it, it wasn't funny. And it just made me mad that like, this was a person I remember. I followed him on Twitter. Like, we, we followed each other. I didn't realize like on Instagram, like, it was different. Yeah. And because I didn't get on Instagram until much later, yeah. and I'm like, well, there's fucking half of my shit, you know, like. Nope, he's it, it, it's just like. It's, oh, it just pissed me off, and then I was like, and then I never, I, I guess you know, I don't know if you felt this way. If anyone's ever asked you, like, hey, would you tweet this to make this much money for something? Yes. And I've never, I've said no. You said yes again. I didn't. Say Are yes. you noticing this? Yeah. I'm saying yes. <laughs> You're saying yes. I don't know what's wrong. I think I'm. A, I think maybe the tequila got me. Or our period synced up. Maybe or maybe. Yes. My number. Yes. 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 But tender. like his, uh, I've I've been asked like, hey, would you do this? Or you know, no. I and I don't know if I'm trying to be like indie and I'm not selling out or something like that. But I've never. If it was like I, accepted a. Every time I was asked, it was for something I could not do. Well, mine, my followers would eat me alive. They'd be like, "You fucking sell." <laughs> like, no, mine would too. But I, but I, I, like, if I could make it funny, I'd do it. But it's, it's never something I wanted to do. So, but you know what's actually really great? I don't. So I won't sell out for like anything. But one place I really, really love is Rise Pizzeria. Oh my God, Rise Pizzeria. Uh huh. It's in is, Burlingame, California. It's the best. Oh my God. You, I, I, I mean, some of their pizzas are so so good and their we, crust rises well and they have like craft beers and shit or they do they do i'm not yeah well i just i you know it's like all i eat basically it's pretty much to me it's like body by i i met a pizzeria. guy i you met a guy i, I, cried, I met a guy there too. i cried because i had no shoes uh-huh. until i met someone who did not have craft beers from rise pizzeria <sighs> that's the most beautiful thing that you've ever said so besides rise, you saying that i looked pretty as a whore you look pretty as a whore. rise pizzeria we found out likes from, some of our things and likes us and or likes just, all of our things and likes all of our things and just as just to say that if you're interested in a sponsorship this is the last time we'll talk for free about you but we will yeah we you know you what well, you pay us and by the way like i am a big fan holy shit yeah, yeah. i'm a huge fan of i don't know i think you are too like aren't you a huge fan of people that like you i love People who like me. that's like my favorite quality. And somebody, like Donald, somebody likes me. I'm like Donald Trump that way. Well, that's how I feel when I look and somebody's like, "Oh, do you follow this person?" And then if I type them and they follow me, I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I, I fucking, fucking love, love that, that person. person." Like if Hitler followed me, I'd be like, "You know, he's not bad." No, you know, absolutely, he's not that bad. Yeah, we're in a chat room. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> not terrible. Uh, like if Kim Jong, you know, it's like he's got a cool hairstyle, you know. Um, he took a bold choice. 
Well, I mean, I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff tonight. I feel like we did too. Do you want anything else you um, want to say? I was going to say um, nothing to promote really because we do talk comedy and I have discovered one of my new favorites. Tell me. Okay. Have you seen the, uh, it's called The Stand-Ups. It's on Netflix. No, not yet. So it's it's called The Stand-Ups and it's just, I don't know, maybe six different Stand-ups. comedians that have like 30, 30, 30 minutes minute. sets. The first, uh, Fortune uh, Femster's on, who I love, she's a friend of mine. She's great. Yeah. This first guy, Nate Bergazi, Bergazi, B-A-R-G-A-Z-E. Is it great? I absolutely love this guy. Like, I watched his set, died laughing. I just found on um, on iTunes, I bought it last night. He has an hour special. It was on Comedy Central, like, from 2015 or something. Oh, really? Like, the magic something guy. Could you know? But I would, uh, I would, Magic. But, like, this dude, he's from Tennessee, and he... So, of course, you know, I like anybody from the yeah, South, yeah. you know, because yeah. why not? But he's not like South, like he's going to be on the blue collar comedy yeah, no. thing like that. He's But his delivery, like, it's like, almost like Tom Segura, who I also love. I love him. It's this dead, pan, like, his delivery is so, and his, he's so fucking funny. And his just, it's very observational storytelling. Uh-huh. It's, you would, you, I think you'd did really. you see the last Todd Barry one? Oh, I did. Yes, <laughs> that was uh, really spicy honey. Spicy honey. Yes, Todd Berry, spicy honey. Super I, funny. I, he makes me laugh. He's. I did. You know, like the first time I did that at midnight show was with him. Oh, really? And him and Mike Lawrence. Yeah. He is so. He's goddamn so funny. fucking funny. I. One of my favorite things is on Twitter. Him. Do you follow him on Twitter? Always. Yeah. Him and uh, Brendan Walsh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And how much they pretend to hate each other. It's the greatest. And he'll just like, oh, here, and he'll try to create a hashtag like, uh-huh. dumb Brendan Walsh, <laughs> just like. They purposely just back and forth. Wow. It's one of my favorite things ever. Yes. I enjoy Todd. Okay. He's a good one. He, we, we, we'll, 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 we'll link. We'll, look, to, yeah. we'll, we'll link to the, what is it? The Tom Segura special? Yeah, that's it. Old so time that, magic? No, that's uh, Nate Bergazzi. Oh, yeah, Nate yeah, Bergazzi. Yeah. But also Tom Segura has Disgraceful that's also on Netflix. It just came out and it's really, really, really we'll funny. We'll link to all of those. You yes. should definitely watch all of those. And then the stand-ups on Netflix. The stand-ups on Netflix. Super good. Um, I also just watched The Female Brain last night that uh, Whitney Cummings and Neil Oh, Sophia's Brennan. in that, right? Yeah, Sophia's in it. Uh, Blake Griffin's in it. I heard I heard he's great, by the way. Oh, my God. Him he's so and uh, Cecily Strong are a couple in it. I could watch them all day. I was... Blake fun. Griffin Super is, funny. We started to tweet together years ago. A really and, nice and, guy, too. And, yeah, super nice. And... Is, is a genuinely funny guy. He's like, like is such a, a funny dude. Is, he like, loves comedy. He'll do stand up. He's, he's a right. comedy nerd. He actually interned at Funny or Die on the off season. One. Yeah, he's he's in Joe Mandy's special in the very beginning. He's such a. Fu- I was so sad to see like the Clippers traded him to the Pistons. Maybe. I know, and he's killing it over there too. Well, he is, but I'm like, God, to wake up and be in Los Angeles and go, God, you gotta go live in Detroit now. I can't even imagine. later. His first game, except you- unless we have fans in Detroit. Did you? Well, even the people of Detroit, if you've been like the weather's gorgeous out here and it was like minus nine there or something yeah. the day he had to, it was 75 here in sunny and Jesus. But the first play when they sent oh, yeah. him and did you see that? Yeah, he forgot his jersey. I know it's the best. <laughs> that was so funny. But no, I love like, but he's super, he's super funny. It was like during that it was like a basketball strike going on. And I said, if you want to work around the house, yeah, my house, like I tweeted him, you know, you know, I could always use a handyman. Yeah, it's like I, and he just like he just came back really quickly. He's like, I'm really good at changing light bulbs, <laughs> <laughs> which 
which was like I thought was super funny. He's super funny. Uh, but that movie, yeah, if we could put that, it's on iTunes. The female uh, brain, yeah. The female brain, but yeah, it's uh, Whitney Cummings' first Whitney uh, Cummings, directorial debut, and she, yeah, she stars in it. Uh, but her and Neil Brennan wrote it, wrote it together. Yeah. And Neil, uh, who I one of my favorites, like yes. that three mics of his. Three I've mics watched is, it a million times. I yeah, fucking love it. It's genius. Yeah. So, anything else that you want to promote? Anybody else's comedy? Who's else? What is oh, it? American Vandal. Oh my god. I was so mad that I'm not even a part of that. Okay, so... Do you know how upset... I told you about American Vandal. Why aren't and, I... And, and and so American Vandal, if you haven't seen it on Netflix, is great. I love it. We actually just hired... The, the main guy, Jimmy Chitaro... Yes, is, and he was in 22 Jump Street. Yeah, he's... I didn't remember. I he, fucking love him. He's, he's awesome. genius. We just hired him to play Alex's boyfriend on Modern Family. It was honestly... Does he at, need a prostitute? At the table read... <laughs> <laughs> and table reads are tough for guest cast on a show like ours. And we, it, he, he killed. He's so uh, fucking that funny. Goddamn show, American Vandal, is, it deserves whatever it gets. It's so, it's so good. It's so real. And here's the weirdest thing about that it's show. It's because they never break character, they you, never laugh. They never, they, it's so real. They get so serious. Not giving, not giving anything away about American Vandal, but basically take the staircase or take um, making a murderer. To when me, it, I thought it like ma- making a murder. I didn't get into that as much as everyone else did, but the staircase, the way that it was so. Yeah, but it was very much like making a murderer too. It was like all of those. It, oh God, it was so. But so, and the but, woman that plays his mom too, was unbelievable. So, she's like, he never lies. To me. Okay, he does. And lie. the principal, oh. or the woman. The, uh, but sh- so anyway, so what good. happens in it? Instead of following a murder case, this is a, a like a, a like a, a mystery documentary, fake documentary, like a docu series, docu series. Done by allegedly by the AV club of a high school about a major scandal that has happened in the school. And that scandal is that this guy, played by Jimmy Tatro, is accused of drawing how many dicks? Like uh, 20, 27, uh, 27 cars in the faculty parking lot. There were 27 lot. cars in the faculty parking lot. And it's all who drew the dicks. And he spray painted, somebody spray painted dicks onto it. So it's always who drew the dicks. Who drew the dicks. And it was like a hashtag who drew the dicks. Who drew the dicks. And he's like, I. W- I didn't do it. I didn't, I, I didn't do it. But yeah. his face, when they do it at the beginning and they show their yearbook photos, does this look like the face of somebody? Does <laughs> it? Just his face alone is like that. The, he just has that jock that kind of just like. He's genius at that. The, and, the, 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 the part that killed me that I have never laughed that hard out loud at uh-huh. something was, no, he, he left because he goes to priceless moments to take a dump. And that kid goes, he won't go to my house because my mom has one of those squishy toilet seats. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, it's like pooping into someone else's butthole from your butt. Like, it, it was a very detailed description. So oh he God. goes to an old antique shop down the street, street. to take a shit. No, it's great. And also oh, the, the animated it. to show, there's at one point to show how a crime couldn't have happened. There's an animated person giving a hand job to show how. Yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is how it could have gone but down. But I don't want to ruin it. Just go Go watch it. It's genius. Yeah, and if anybody involved with the show, we love hire it. me. Yeah, we. I, I guess I'm so disappointed I'm not involved. That sounds like right at my eye. I felt the same way. I felt the same way. It's like I'm just mad. Now I'm better. Oh, I have something that, to promote that's coming up in a little bit. <laughs> oh, was your album dropping? No, but I do. I have a book. I haven't even told you this. You haven't told me that you had a book. Yes. So I am doing. It's a simple. Is yes your book called Yes? I think we should call yes. this episode Yes. Yes and by Danny Zerg. Call, it's call this episode Hell Yes. No, it's just going to be Yes. Just okay, Y-A-S. That, no, S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S. Yes, queen. The S-S, yes. If you have a boat, that's what you should name it. No, but I'm doing a book of, it sounds 
It's all going to. Uh, I'm giving everything to charity for it. What's but charity's doing, last name? Uh, charity, uh, <laughs> charity blowjobs. But yes, she, nailed yeah, it. She, um, I'm doing. I'm putting out with like annotations. <laughs> I'm putting out. Fuck you. I hate Jenny so much. <laughs> I'm just, putting out. I'm putting out. No, I'm doing a book of the the entire war I had with Donald Trump. I had some somebody like compiled that, and recently I was out at a fundraiser, and Timothy Simons from Veep. And myself, oh, I love him. I know yeah, him. He's great. He's great. He's a great guy too. We should have him on. Well, yeah, he would totally do it. Yeah, I love him. He's I love great. Him too. So we did a we did a live reading of my entire like five month Twitter war with Donald Trump in 2013. When was that? This was like. Probably like in November. Thanks for inviting me. I did. You weren't around. You were like on the road. You actually were. Truly. Oh, okay. I think you were. I you really were. I would I have loved to have you. Yeah, yeah. But we did so this live reading. And another friend of mine, this guy Paul Slansky, he's a very political guy. Wrote like a, one of the definitive books on Reagan. He was in the audience. And he said we should put this all out as a book, where you like sort of chart it because everything. And he's one of the thing. The book is going to be called. It'll come out probably in a couple months, maybe two months tops. It's called He Started It. Which was literally right. Donald Trump's response to somebody. Somebody said, you're acting really immature. I can't believe you're being so immature in this fight with Danny Zucker. To which Donald Trump replied, he started it. And then I wrote back, as your friend, when someone accuses you of something like this, he started it may not be the best response. <laughs> and but so we're calling it he started it. And what's interesting, because I hadn't been through it in a long time, and it's it's like hundred and fifty back and forth. It's crazy long. I'm the longest war that I, I'm the Which, longest. Which by the way, that we have a president can that can be baited into that. A Twitter war. A Twitter war. I mean Lavar Ball, that like I know. No. You should be shouldn't you be a <laughs> He a has president. said Worse things about me than he has the KKK, Vladimir Putin, Hitler. You I don't it. recall him saying anything bad about Vladimir Putin. Nothing. Has he ever? No. Oh, by the way, if you were in bed with Vladimir Putin, if Vladimir Putin had owned your dad, I would be, blackmailed you. I would be you asking would, for the key for the handcuffs you, that would be tied to the bed. You, would not be acting, you wouldn't act any differently than Donald Trump is acting right now. But um, anyway, so I'm putting that out. You have all the proceeds to like... Time's up and all the women's charities oh. and, 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 and lean left and all that. So uh, look for that. That's coming out in a couple of months, probably, uh, hopefully in March. That's awesome. Yeah, so that'll be fun. Congrats. Yay. High five. Yeah. I was going to say the, the last funniest thing that I think I've ever read recently was uh, the Quincy Jones interview. The Quincy Jones interview is pretty much everything. I would like it framed. I just feel like I, Quincy Jones is in his 80s right now. We just need he, to put a camera on him. 85 years old. And we need to, the, and like, look. When he casually just goes, I wish I didn't know who killed JFK. I'm like. I know. <laughs> like, it says something. Like, to me, like, what was so interesting was like, okay, yeah, Marlon Brando fucked Richard Pryor. Fine. And he goes, oh, he'd, he'd fuck a mailbox. And then Richard Pryor's widow Rando goes, says, yeah. yeah, I mean, he'd be the kind that would fuck a radiator and then send it flowers the next That's day. Right. And he was open about it. I'm like. This is the fucking what most interesting. What are we interest- listening to? But then the best thing about it for me was because, look, I'm I'm mostly obsessed with Michael Jackson in that he fucked little boys, but that he's also like insanely cheap and a thief. 
was amazing. He calls him a thief. He uh, then, but also he called him a thief. But and then name dropped the song. The uh, the people he Donna sold. Summer. But he produced Donna Summers. He produced my like. He was a producer on both I of know. those. So it's like, so Michael Jack didn't steal it. You did too. No. He, but If he, he produced both. No, but he said to him, he said, throw this person. I think it was for Billie Jean. Uh-huh. He said, throw this person some money. And he never did. Uh, because he was apparently like. But he, also Michael Jackson was the one that. When he him, said he didn't have vitiligo. He said it was just a plastic surgery. So that's bullshit. When he's like, oh yeah. Now he's like, oh, it's, it was always some disease. Bullshit. Like, that's the reason he goes his plastic surgery. Yeah. Everything that was, like, kind of, we all just kind of knew or he was hearsay. Like, oh, his dad, you know, told he he always thought he was ugly, so he kept doing the shit to his face. I know. Like, he just flat out fucking said it. I I kept looking like, who, somebody should just make a list of who came out a winner in that interview. Because, like, Mark Ronson, he paid a nice compliment to him. I was like, of all of that, if I was Mark Ronson, I'd I'd be be like, like, woo, I made it. Fucking awesome. Thank you. I just wish there was a camera on that interview the entire time, not on Quincy Jones, but on whoever was interviewing him. Because they had to be like, I can't believe this. Whoever interviewed him also did a fucking amazing Amazing job job by just jumping into the next thing. When he said, oh, I dated Ivanka Trump. Oh, my God. And it, it, you know, it sounded like it was a dinner. I don't know that I would say I dated someone if I had dinner with him. Yeah. Because he didn't go. He didn't say I fucked Ivanka Trump. Right. But he, but how many times, like a great drinking game, how, he was like, she's fine in the motherfucker. He yeah. said motherfucker more. Yeah, he had a lot of motherfuckers in He there. said motherfucker a lot, but I absolutely thought that was one of the most interesting entertaining interviews you know it occurs to me this is just a this is because it was honest like he just didn't give a shit this is as good as my bruce springsteen elevator story but i was on an elevator with quincy jones did you fart in the elevator no but i remember he was trying to push this floor and he's like and i remember it was quincy jones because his offices were in the same across from warner brothers where mine were and he said he said i do remember him saying God damn it, this elevator is a motherfucker. <laughs> so I did hear that before. So you actually heard him I say I heard him say motherfucker. I guess, it's a, I guess it's a go-to word. Well, when he was, uh, they asked him the we are the world question, like Cindy yeah. Lauper. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was entertaining. I was like. I know. and I, It made me sad because I love Cindy Lauper, but it was like, he was like. I love Cindy Lauper too. And what I had always heard about the we are the world thing was she kept, this is what I had heard was oh, yeah. the rumor was. And it, I think maybe it was even like some behind the music portion uh-huh. or something that she didn't want the other singers to laugh at her when it was her time oh. to do that because, you know, her voice is yeah. like everyone else has this. Yeah. Yeah. And you she know, has that rest. You know, here comes Lionel Richie. Here comes Kenny Rogers and then yeah, hers, yeah. whatever her line was. And that she was so worried that the other musicians would laugh at her. Like oh. that, that was a thing that I heard. But I love Cindy Lauper. But, but when he's like, she so was funny. the only one that was really ass. I'm like. She would not have been my pick for Biggest Diva there, I would say that. Well, this is, I'll just add to this, is shit like that, like hearing something about some shit that we like. Okay, so this whole like Kim Cattrall, Sarah Jessica Parker thing. I don't know it. Okay, so unfortunately, Kim Cattrall had posted something that her brother was missing. Um, And then a few days later found dead. Really? Yeah. And super, like, terribly sad, but... You know, prior to this, this whole like, could there be a Sex in the City three? Right. You know, and she's the one that's like, no, I'm not. This is Kim Cattrall. Kim Cattrall and Sarah Jessica Parker. The other ones, I think, were willing to do it. To do it, and she's like, I'm in my sixties. I don't think anyone wants to see Samantha. You know. Yeah. And fair enough. I have nothing. Yeah. And she ends up 
uh, so I guess Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, they, after found out her brother passed away, reached out, you know, publicly. And I guess maybe privately, I don't know, but just, I know it was like publicly. And she posts on her Instagram, like, Kim Cattrall. Yeah. Um, I don't need your help right now, Sarah Jessica Parker. Like, it was something like very I, specific. I don't need your help, Sarah Jessica Parker. It wasn't, I don't need your help. Let me see if I'm going to pull it up. It was, it wasn't, I don't need your, I don't want your thoughts and prayers. I am not like. You're not family. Is that what it was, guy? So it's, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time, Sarah Jessica Parker. Holy shit. And then. Look at what you wrote. My mom asked me today, when will that Sarah Jessica Parker, that hypocrite, leave you alone? Your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now. Let me make this very clear if I haven't already. You are not my family. You are not my friend. So I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. Copy and paste link inside the mean girls culture that destroyed sex in the city. Wow. Yeah. What happened there? I mean, because I didn't know Sarah. I have always heard, I've had heard, I guess I've heard some. Well, this is one of those things. And then like, you know, the whole thing with Uma Thurman and, you know, you see this. Yeah. It's like right now we're in this day and age where we're getting this peak behind the curtain. No, people are like. That that none of us wanted. It's like, don't ruin our show. I know. How many people like, I love Sex and the City. Those Kill Bill movies are some of my favorite fucking movies. I love it And to find out that. It's not what you think. No, to find out that they almost killed Uma Thurman really makes me sad. But doesn't it? It isn't a weird thing to like, oh, yeah. oh, the Cosby show. Not that fucking cool anymore. Yeah, like, I, I was always happy I never liked the Cosby show, so it made it easier. That one easier for him. But you know what I mean? Yes, like, all I of a totally sudden, we're know. getting this like peak behind that no one, none of us ask for. No, I'm telling you. It's I, like, keep that shit to yourself, guys. Like, I'll I never, don't want to know that y'all weren't I'll friends. I'll never get or, it. It was, it was like the early to mid-90s, and I had just gotten, there was like this definitive Woody Allen biography that came out. I was like, oh, I'm really enjoying this because he was like a huge influence on me um, and, and like comedy. And right then, it was like was when he started it was public that he was dating Soon Yi. And it was just like, it was such a bummer. Well, it's so hard sometimes for like, when you like someone, that people often will, you know, in politics and in entertain, like in any fashion, like, look, in this whole Me Too movement, I'm sorry, you know, plenty of people, Bill Clinton, good president. I mean, my it, stock portfolio looked great. Not a great guy. No, of course not. The and Me we Too's, have to own that. You have to own it. You have and to own it. You can't like I I, I I realized for myself on him that I was absolutely was willing to look the other way on it. Um, most people were because it's like you want to like when you yeah, want to like someone, yeah, it's yeah. like it's so hard so to I, come I, to I, terms I, with like I definitely You're not a good you know No, but not a good guy. Not a good guy. And like I I was like telling my mom the other day because you know, I said, Look, I've never seen two people less in love than Donald and Melania. Yeah. Like never. And and I'm like, look at at Barack and Michelle, look at George W. And yeah. they, you've never heard. Sh- never. You, it doesn't matter. I'm using both of them because one's um, Republican and one's no, Democrat. Of course, but you knew that the, you knew that George and it, it, they, but like, they love despite your politics, you can look at those two couples and go, well, they love they're a strong other. couple. Yeah. 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 That's a strong couple. Okay. I've Donald Melania. Wow. Well, that's, I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. No, like, that's, that looks like white slavery. It look, but it's it's this thing of like, I mean, I, I I'm still kind of baffled right now that right in the the fucking heart of all this Me Too and that the Lakers retired Kobe Bryant's jersey. 
both of them because he changed numbers twice. And no one's no, mentioned he got, he got, this whole thing that this girl actually just didn't want to testify because she was getting death threats by Laker fans. And read the police report. No, I, know, what he, I know. she. He Amazing. He, he had good timing because he came He's out even nominated it. for an Oscar. Or, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah no, for like right. whatever. Yeah, 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 I know. What was it? A short? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Like, so it's like. Yeah, no, I know a lot of people have gotten a free ride. No, it's 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 tough. My only other comedy thing, which is my favorite thing that's happened in a long time, is Donald Trump walking up the stairs and that is back, his hair and the back flap of hair because it was it just showed it was so much worse than any of us had ever thought. It was, it was so it was so Darth Vader taking off the mask. It was like it, it really was, was. It was just it's like that. I mean, it looks like a growth on an old man. It was it was just it like was a the just, skin. Fold. It I was, mostly want him in jail because he won't have hair care products or orange bronzer, and we get to see what that guy looks like. He won't. What he looks like is got to be horrendous. It's. I mean, I. I just feel like he also tucks his undershirt into his unders, and like it's just got to be a disaster. Oh my god! And and, you, and, and like lying I, about his height and weight was super funny. The lying to me. about the height and weight, like he grew an inch, and then and then I loved. Everybody was putting up pictures of people who were six three, yeah, two twenty seven. Oh, I remember like no two thirty nine. Six three two thirty nine. This my ex boyfriend, uh, who was like six two, and like him and I were together like five years. We lived together, and I remember, and he was a very just naturally muscular, yeah, build. Like, and he would go through these phases of like really fucking working out, and get, but he was always six two and probably two twenty or something yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. And I remember, like, one time he hadn't been working out, and he just, like, didn't have a shirt on. Okay, he's still, arms yeah, are yeah, jacked, yeah. like, ch- he j- just where his six-pack would be, it just was a little softer. And yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, I got on the scale at a 2.33. Okay, I'm looking at the, and I go, you don't, you look great. Like, come on. Um, yeah, of course. I remember this so vividly of him doing that, because he was, like, making me laugh by hunching his shoulders over. Yeah. Okay, I know what that shit looked like. Yeah. And it did not look like the greatest the, a few pounds shy of the greatest picture pick of him next to a rod, and it's just it's so fantastic. I like the one of him next to um, it was like Jeb Bush, and there's one of him next yes. to Brock, like the height I, thing, you know. And no. and Jeb Bush is he's no. like six three, he's yeah, pretty yeah, tall, yeah, no, he is. and he's like he's, he's significantly at least, he's at least two inches taller than than um. Donald Trump. Donald Trump has probably shrunk to six one. I believe that probably he was six two at one point. His head is probably weighing down yeah. the rest of him. Okay, we've said goodbye so many times in this podcast, but we should go. Uh, we should. I have to go All home right. anyway. Do you? School day tomorrow. Go. I'm sure your family's like, oh, fuck. fuck him. <laughs> hey, guy. Thank you. Guy, guy worked really hard this week. Guy, I'm not going to cut you off. Tell me anything you want to promote. At the guy DF on Twitter and Instagram. That was it? Anything else? No. Shut up, guy. Jesus Christ. Why is Apple... Damn you, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs and Jobs. Ghost of Steve Jobs. So look at all the links. We put a lot of links on this week. We're going to really make a concerted effort to to do this more. I'm coming to my hiatus right now. So I'm going to write next week. So it's all about... It's all about me. We have a lot of special guests coming up. We've already confirmed... And this will certainly, for the spring, become a regular weekly or even twice a week sometimes thing. It will. And next weekend we'll do this? Yes. Next Sunday. Do you, are you going to be here? Dewey, you'll be here? He just yes. licked his... 
And yeah. you just said yes. And again. he just licked his lips. So thank you <laughs> for coming. We love for, you. Thank you for coming. Yes. Yeah. You've been a great audience. Okay. I love each and every one of you. Bye.